We have nothing to fear, but fear itself. Plus the fact that old lady Hackmore will turn us into a couple of drooling, red-eyed zombies if she catches us here. Well, nobody's home. I guess they're out robbing graves or biting the heads off chickens or whatever's in voodoo vogue. I know this one. Oh, it sounds The so beginning familiar. part is the part that I, I feel like sounds the most familiar. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what was the last part of that? <laughs> like, after the door knock? Uh, well, nobody's home. I guess they're out robbing graves or biting the heads off chickens or whatever's in voodoo vogue. Uh, mm. I don't know. I give up. <laughs> uh, I know it's not it, but... I'm a hocus pocus? It is not hocus pocus. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Everybody gives up. It's, yep. It's earnest, scared, stupid. Oh. oh. It, I've probably only seen that <laughs> once, probably back in the day. <laughs> yep. That when you warned us that that was a B movie, yep, that 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 yeah. checks out. It does. That, that checks. <laughs> All right. Which is weird because that was like a B movie that was in vogue. In the 90s, like mm-hmm. all of the Ernest stuff. Uh-huh. I remember Ernest escapes jail or goes to jail. Ernest goes to camp was like, to me, the most popular one. Wasn't there a Santa Claus one? Ernest saves Christmas. Yeah, Ernest saves it. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Bravo. Good job. Bravo, yep. sir. All right. Well, welcome to the Utterly Useless Podcast, where everything is made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> With us, as always, is Jeremy. Yay. And next up, Brett. Woo-woo. And filling in for Taylor is me, the Criddler. The Criddler. Ooh. Is that like a spinoff of the Riddler? Like, are you, <laughs> like, are you <laughs> just a, a generic, uh, what's it called? A super or villain. Uh, yeah, super villain, yeah. It, it, yeah. Uh, it's a... B movie villain. <laughs> so just they don't cu- have the budget. <laughs> just out of curiosity, you like stroke your chin and just go criddle me this <laughs> with my uh, little goatee. Yeah. <laughs> what uh, is your outfit? Are you green or are you something completely different? Are, are, uh, do you do spandex like Jim Carrey? There you go. <laughs> Probably. Well, depends on what B movies can afford. <laughs> What's at the thrift store? Yeah. That's funny. Used, um, <laughs> probably, let's see, what was it? In the 80s, a lot of B-movie stuff was constantly used uh, medical scrubs. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's get going on this. Uh, let's start off with our merit badges. All right, merit badges. What do we got? Well, I'm excited to tell you my merit badge this week. So, I've, it's called uh, a revolutionary I'm revolutionary. Oh, really? Yes. So you and mm, you and Mel Gibson. Yep. All right. Just different. <laughs> just different way. Like we oh. were, um, were. I guess Trailblazers. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, I like that uh, better. Trailblazers. trailblazers. Okay. So, um, I just want to say, and if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you've heard the story about the time where I took a cookie out of the garbage. Took, uh, grabbed many. Grabbed many. I have come to learn this past week that that's how pretty much Doritos were made. What? Yes. So Doritos were made back in the day. I forget what year. Who cares? Um, But in Disney. And 
So they have this like restaurant in Disneyland where they make a little, um, they had flavor the tortillas. And I guess a guy, want, they threw them away at one point and the guy just reached in and they were dry by the time and they reached in and grabbed some and chewed on it and was like, hey, this is really good dry. And that's where Doritos were founded in Disneyland. So I found out I'm a trailblazer. So are you telling me the next great confection? Think about this, uh, uh, Criddler, as you're going to work as a chef. Like, you know, the the next greatest thing can can come from a garbage can. Yeah. I'm going to have to start paying closer attention. (laughs) She's like, oh, look at that. We threw lasagna on top of a taco. Hmm. There's something here. (laughs) Me, George Costanza, and this guy uh, at Disney... Eating out of garbage for the better of mankind. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, I don't really care for Doritos much, but I know a lot of people do. So, Interesting. Interesting. Okay, well, um, I can go next with my merit badge. I got the sleepwalking merit badge. Ooh. So I go to work very early in the morning. Probably I get up around 4.30 a.m. and I drive to work. And then there's there's this uh, parking lot that I have to park in, and then I walk to the building that I go to every day, and there's this tunnel and this pathway that I have to walk through. And I was so tired that morning that I, cl- I felt like I closed my eyes for just a second, and then all the next thing I know, I probably walked a quarter of a mile with my eyes closed. Oh, wow. Wow. And I mean, there was no cars like that I had to worry about. It was just walking on a pathway. And all of a sudden I, I was on the other end of the pathway. And so, and so you didn't realize that you were doing it. I did not realize it's I was not one doing of those it. times like, I'm just going to close my eyes and whatever I, I walk into it's its own fault. Yeah. <laughs> or me. <laughs> so that was pretty exciting, pretty scary, but sleepwalking merit badge. So, I mean, the merit badge can be just, you know. A guy walking, hands out, and just zombie-like. <laughs> Ooh, excellent. All right, so my merit badge um, is probably the most interesting thing that has happened in a while, ever since I saved those seven people. Um, this is the boomerang remark merit badge. So basically, think of like a word bubble end up boomeranging back. Mm -hmm. So uh, the story behind this, so about two years ago, um, we were in the process of having our school's fundraiser fun run. And as things are going along, there's always like rewards and stuff like that, you know, crazy sock day, free recess or whatever. And generally one of the things is crazy hair day. And so uh, for years... And just not this one time for multiple, multiple years, I was just like, you know, I'd always just throw out the remark, somebody should just come to school with a reverse mohawk. And just that's all I'd say. I would just Mm -hmm. be like, yeah, somebody should do that. So two years ago, I said that and a student said, I'll have to do that if I'm in your class again. Well, I'm like, well, I'm teaching third grade. That's probably never going to happen. Fast forward two years later, I'm teaching fifth grade. He's in my class. 
I don't even remind him of it whatsoever. Crazy Hair Day comes along, takes off his hat, reverse mohawk. (laughs) Wow. Would you do at that point just just golf, you know, just stand up and start clapping? Yes. I looked at him and I was just like, I, I, I was like in awe that not only did he remember, but that that stupid throwaway mark that I've been saying for eight years in a row, somebody finally decided to take me up on that. (laughs) So yeah, my boomerang remark came back and, um, it was quite entertaining if you ask me. That's funny. (laughs) So did he come back like another day with it all fixed? Um, the funny thing was, is he kept it, he did not get it cut for five days after and so um I, I kept on asking him like when are you gonna get your hair cut he's just like uh probably soon like my family hates it i'm like oh like this is this is kind of on me too uh, <laughs> in a sense <laughs> that's what you're gonna talk about this upcoming week with um parent-teacher conference yeah, I, I'm gonna get yelled at about. It's like, why? Why did you make my kid do this? I I made nobody, and oh wow, yeah, there is. That's worse than I thought it was. I don't know. <laughs> I for some reason I thought he had longer hair in my head, but that's shorter hair on the side. It looked more like a clown. <laughs> yep, and it was so funny because he does um, um, martial arts uh-huh. after school. And so I go up to him, I go, do you feel faster? And he goes, yeah, I cut through the air a lot faster. I attack my targets faster. (laughs) Like, oh, I shouldn't have said that because now this is just going to gain momentum. And, oh. You're a teacher. You inspire. Yeah, there you go. That's what you're here for. Oh. Yeah, it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm constantly monitoring what I say. And then, like, now my throwaway comments could boomerang back at me. So <laughs> that's why I have the boomerang remark merit badge. Well, there you go. Yeah. Impressive that it <laughs> that kid remembered. Yeah. Spin the wheel. All right. This week on Spin the Wheel, we are going to ask each other questions from whatever the wheel decides. It tells us what to ask. So here we go. Let's spin the wheel. And Criddle's up first. He got Kiss Mary Killios. All right. For this Kiss Mary murder, we're going to do Dolores Umbridge. Okay. That is from Harry Potter, but who is that? She's the lady in pink. Oh, okay. So she's the one that's always obnoxiously interviewing them, right? Yep. Okay. Palpatine. That Emperor Palpatine? Emperor okay. Palpatine. And Sautobon. Sautobon. Okay. It's a lot of people you want to kill. Um, I'm, I'm killing Dolores Umbridge. Like, <laughs> I, you know, out of all three of them, I find her the most evil because she does things with a smile. <laughs> I just have, like, I, I'm starting from the fact that I already know I want to murder all of them. I want to start on the other side of the coin. Who do I, who am I willing to marry? <laughs> Emperor Palpatine, Saruman. So, yeah, who do you want to marry? When it comes to this. So you have Emperor Palpatine. Oh, man. I think Dolores, you know, she's got the looks and appeal. So it's kind of like, do I? But then she is kind of. 
I mean, at least the other two don't do things with a smile. Yeah. So I, I mean, don't know. Emperor Palpatine smiles from time to time. Eh, how can you tell underneath <laughs> the hood, though? Maniacal I mean. laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Maniacal. I don't like the hood. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. If he comes home, be like, take off the hood. You're home now. <laughs> Hang it up. It's like you look like the Grim Reaper. <laughs> but my friends think I'm cool. Yeah. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna marry Saruman. Just because he's a wizard and I have no other really good logic. No, I, I think I would. So Umbridge is gone. I with you marrying Saruman and I'm, I will kiss Palpatine. See, I'll kiss Umbridge and kill Palpatine. Because <laughs> here's the thing. You, you go to kiss uh, Umbridge and she's just going to be like, we mustn't peck on cheeks. And so she'll have you write that on your... You know, she'll have some sort of like torture afterwards. That sounds about right. It's on par. Yeah. Um, I'd probably, I'd probably marry Sodomon, kill Umbridge, and uh, Palpatine. The last one. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Can Can you imagine, like, you know, kissing Palpatine? He's probably just like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> Do it again. Do it. Do it now. <laughs> well, that, and that's another thing about, he's brought up. You know, he can control you. He'll just, he'll just he'll be like, kiss me on li the lips. Well, technically, can't all three control you? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Can Saruman control people? Yeah, I guess he can because he he kind of uses powers to control that king. Yeah. Yeah. But Umbridge can't control you. I mean, technically, uh, yeah, she's she, a wizard. She is a wizard. Hmm. Or a witch. Burn her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brett. You're up next. No, it, you're up next. Oh, uh, Europe is next. Just kidding me. All right, my turn. I get random question. All right. We're just going to stick with this theme here, kind of. If you could be any wizard, who could you? who would you be? Ooh. Ron, because I would so entertain myself. Like, I would just, like, be the most inept person, and I would enjoy every single second of it, I, you know, except when, you know, he backfires and, like, it has to barf up slugs. But I would just be thoroughly entertained. I'd be just like, I'm going to fix that painting. Oh, whoops, broke your wall. Ah, I'm going to do this. Whoops, broke that chair. I'm, I would just, I would find it oh, oh, so entertaining. And then the one time that, you know, it didn't backfire or backfire horribly, it would be a success. And I'd be happy. <laughs> what the, what's the difference between a wizard and a sorcerer? I don't think there's a difference. There's no difference. Cause if, I mean, are we, we're not sticking in just the Harry Potter. No, you could be Gandalf or whatever. Um, oh, you're going for Dr. Strange, aren't you? Well, I was thinking Dr. Strange or I was thinking Nicolas Cage's character in The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. Just because it seems like he, they have more fun with their powers and mm -hmm. and not just... I mean, and then the, it's not just I got to hold a stick Yeah. and go. What is the best... Like, what movie has the most entertainment from their wizardry? Do you think? Would you say Harry Potter? Would you say Sorcerer's Apprentice? I think Harry Potter only because the majority of the cast are wizards and witches. And so there's more like wowness factor. When you like look at Lord of the Rings, you have 
you know, basically you just have Gandalf and Saruman. He, and they pop up when it's convenient. Exactly. And then once uh, Gandalf turns into Gandalf the White, he just kind of becomes a little bit lamer. Yeah, he's like, eh, why, why do this when we can let men just fight? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, yeah, and Harry Potter is just, the whole world is wizard, the wizarding world. Yeah. Whereas uh, Doctor Strange, Nicolas Cage's Sorcerer's Apprentice, mm-hmm. they're, they're just in a real world, but like they're by themselves kind of. Yep, I'd agree. I think Harry Potter wins it. Too bad, because I feel like... See, I've talked about this before, probably off air. I, sometimes I wish movies would take a little bit more time having fun in that world. And so like, I wish Harry Potter sometimes just had a little bit more fun in their wizard, wizarding world before they get to the point where they need to actually solve a conflict or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, but then... Um this is not to the recommendation, but then to me, you have you have the conflict of what happened, at least to me personally, on Disney Plus um, when they released uh, Andor. I watched that first episode twice because I thought I missed something. Uh-huh. No, it's just boring. <laughs> it is just absolutely boring. I haven't seen Andor yet. No, I haven't seen it. But yeah, I just like wish the kids were playing and doing crap like you said, like Ron would be doing is just breaking things or fixing things with his wizarding powers and maybe a lot more Quidditch and actually have like a playoffs and I can entertain watch that. That would be interesting if they kind of had like more of a Quidditch type of thing. But, you know, I, I think, you know, for movie purposes, you have to have some sort of plot device. So, again. It would be Quidditch, but then, you know, you have What's-His-Face constantly trying to kill Harry Potter. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it'd be like, oh, go back to the game. Like, stop trying to kill Harry Potter. Like, what's going on? But wouldn't it be funny if there was, like, a a motivational sports Quidditch movie where they go in the locker room, like, we can do this. (laughs) Okay, only if we could have a two-headed play-by-play announcer and one of them be great proof. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh, yep. I agree with that. I knew where that was going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yes, I think it would be hilarious to have a in motivational, like every, every, like there's this one loser kid on the team, like you can do it, Jimmy. What would that look like? You know, you know, the family guy, they come on guys, wait up for me. What would that, what is the equivalent of a Quidditch player look like with that? I would love to see that. I don't know. Cause I feel like it's a very cutthroat, so, like, who would be on the team but also a loser at the same time? Yeah. Hmm. I mean, they would never let Neville on the team, so. No. No. Yeah. All right. Maybe it's about um, Draco and all behind the scenes with him because, you know, he's on the team because purely his dad bought everybody those brooms. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the best thing would have been for Draco to be the most inept person at Quidditch just because his dad like bought him on the team he's just like I have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing I I think that's where JK Rowling could have like really improved Harry Potter Mm. is make Draco kind of like inept at Quidditch or something like that just but because his dad you know you know, it's like the the eternal like dad as coach Uh thing where it's like well my son didn't have to try out because I'm the coach of the team there's the story right there is every every time on Quidditch Day, like the dad's in the audience and he's so disappointed in his son and the team's trying to help him 
you know, improve and be mm-hmm. better. And then at the end, it brings love and respect. <laughs> I guess the other question is, is on a Quidditch field, where's right field? Where do you send the... the- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just go sit in the corner. <laughs> All right. All right, Brett, you're up. And you got, would you rather? All right. Would you rather for the rest of your life only be able to watch silent movies or TV series? So like Charlie Chaplin, stuff like that, Mm -hmm. or art house movies? Oh, you're mean. (laughs) So, sorry. So just silent movies from back in the silent era? So you could only watch anything from the silent era. Uh It would, you know, it would be silent comedies, the silent shorts like Charlie Chaplin. You couldn't, you know, you can't watch you know, your standard TV shows. It is just either shorts that are silent or movies that are silent. So you can't watch anything with sound and, you know, car, uh, reading cards or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. Or art house films. I'm going with art house films. Ooh. <laughs> and I am either not watching TV as much <laughs> <laughs> or all of a sudden you're going to turn around and I'm wearing a beret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. And then be like, hey Brett, you need to watch this. This this just represents the whole sophistication of mankind against the world of domination and plastic. Yeah. Yeah. I got I got the same appeal watching paint dry the other day, Jeremy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what is that one Batman quote? You either gonna live Long, long enough to, or, or die, die a hero, or live long, long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. I gotta live long enough to see myself <laughs> become the villain if I keep watching it. <laughs> oh gosh, um, I I would, uh, I would probably go with art house films just for the sake that I would hold on to hope that it would that the art house genre would slowly transform over time. Yeah, or see, my thoughts with the art house is hopefully, well, I mean, the fact that I get to keep watching newer movies, that that's too. that's the one big thing is if you could, if you told me I could just watch modern movies turn into silent movies somehow, yeah, then I'd be like, oh, I'll consider that. I feel like I'd see if, if I was watching a silent film, I'd probably be sitting there just watching and then going, say something. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd learn the piano and always play the, <laughs> was that one, the entertainer song? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Now it's back to you, Criddle. You get, what would you have done? All right. What would you have done if you lived next door to an evil postal worker that's out to get you? <laughs> so what would I do if I lived next to what? An evil postal worker who's Just out an to evil. get you. Oh, he's out to get me. Okay. Um, kind of like your own personal Newman. Hmm. That would be hard because, like, he's obviously going to screw with my mail. So I think, yeah, because so I think what I would do is I would try to get a P.O. box. Oh, there you go. And, <laughs> you know, maybe use either my wife's maiden name or my mom's maiden name and just, you know, just, you know, J dot whatever. Uh-huh. And hopefully that it was never get traced back to me. But because he's evil, he'd probably figure it out. 
I'd go tell on him. <laughs> Get him transferred to Hawaii. Yeah. You, or or Greenland. <laughs> do you think postal workers, UPS workers, and FedEx workers all talk? I'm sure they do. No, it's probably like the FBI and CIA. <laughs> they don't. They, they just, exist. Yeah. <laughs> they don't talk to each other. Oh, no. I just meant they talk like outside. <laughs> like I saw this video one time where it was like a UPS and a FedEx driver were both delivering in the same house. And I guess somebody had a doorbell camera. And they ran both and they raced up to the door. <laughs> and the UPS guy won. He was like, yeah, take that. <laughs> I was like, oh, good for you. But, yeah, I, I like Brett's plan. Get a P.O. box. I order everything off of um, Amazon so that hopefully, actually, they've been going through the Postal Service, at least in my neighborhood. Okay. Or here's what you do. You start having things delivered to, like, your in-law's house or our parents' house. Or oh, there you go. Like, yeah. So that you kind of, like, supersede uh-huh. the whole thing. You order it, and it's like... How would they, know, unless they start targeting everybody in your family? Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. But he is evil, so. He's evil. And then I'd start mailing stuff to him for fun. Yeah. <laughs> what is this, poop again? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now it's me. And I get, could you fight it? Okay. Now I'm going to say a year's worth of decomposing zombie Chuck Norris. Could you fight him? So this kind of goes back to one of your guys' conversation from the last podcast going over zombie lands and stuff like, and also the walking dead. Here's my situation. Are they slowed down? Do yeah, they're, like, they're decomposing. So they're, yeah, they're, they're slowed de- down. Okay. Because, you know, I, I hate running zombies. Yes. I absolutely hate running zombies. It makes little no sense. But anyway, okay. I mean, it, it makes sense if they were just rushly turned, I feel like. Yes. Yes, it does. Like, you know, what is it? Day of the Dead or yeah. whatever with the, the husband or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah. That makes sense. But, like, yeah. Because technically a zombie apocalypse is just a waiting game. Mm-hmm. Just hunker down for a year or two. Especially if the zombies are all in the elements. Yeah. Okay, and this question is a uh, decomposing one-year Chuck Norris zombie. Yep. Could you fight him? Absolutely. Yeah? 100%. I don't even need a weapon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I just use my better hands. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite my favorite meme that I've ever seen of Chuck Norris is he. there's it's a chess set, and there's the entirety of the one chess set or on the other side, and he has a pawn. And he's just, and he's just, <laughs> it is my favorite meme that I've ever seen. Oh my word! Chuck Norris wins. <laughs> oh, I. You know what? Oh, I want to know who, like, if we can in the afterlife look back on this world and watch history unfold. I want to find out who started the Chuck Norris <laughs> things. That is true. I. You know, there's probably somebody kind of like Norm MacDonald because Norm MacDonald was constantly doing the David Hasselhoff stuff. So, but somehow Norm MacDonald's David Hasselhoff stuff only can, you know, influenced the people that watch Saturday Night Live mm-hmm. and only for a small period of time. Whereas when it, whoever did this, like... It stuck. It stuck and it went to the next level. Mm-hmm. They're almost like the first memes. I mean, yeah, like, but like in joke form. Yeah, 
I mean, because I remember telling Chuck Norris jokes back in high school. I don't know if I went back into middle school, but definitely in high school. That's where they started coming from. And this is a and this Chuck Norris is a what sixty year old yeah decomposing zombie. Mm-hmm. So I've, you can do it with your hands. How are you going to kill him with your hands? I'm just curious because any zombie. You're just going to punch him. Yeah, to, it's going to just to, Rocky Balboa. Just keep keep moving. Okay. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't like my odds. Um, <laughs> Red house kick. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a good college try, <laughs> but he'll probably end up turning me into a zombie. <laughs> give him a good Walker, Texas Ranger kick. Then he'll give you a thumbs up after he bites you. <laughs> 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 All right. And let's wrap this up with Brett. You got Desert Island. Okay. So, Desert Island. If you were to. So. One hour before you go to sleep on this desert island, you are going to be forced to be entertained. Like, you know, crabs will like start walking up onto the beach and like hold you down. You will be forced to watch one hour <laughs> of, like inter- of, the crabs. Uh-huh. of entertainment. So would you rather on the desert island be entertained by watching fans, fiction, Ted Lasso created movies or TV series or fans reenacting episodes of Ted Lasso using sock puppets. <laughs> so either they're, they're fan theory shows uh-huh. or, or sock puppets. Uh-huh. I don't know why, but I'm leaning towards sock puppets. <laughs> just because I know what I'm going to get. Like I, I, they're just going to reenact it. I feel like on, on a desert island, if you're watching sock puppets, Kind of fits with the whole craziness of being on a deserted island. I feel like this is my favorite part. <laughs> shh, shh. Here it comes. I want to know. This is a really dumb question, but are they well decorated sock puppets? No, no. I mean, uh, like it, it's just, just just think of like a very rudimentary. So the only way that you kind of really know it's Ted Lasso is it has a mustache <laughs> and beard has a beard. Uh-huh. Oh I'm going with sock puppets. Yeah. Final answer. <laughs> because, yeah, I think that would bring it to another level of entertainment. <laughs> Is it just one person doing all the voices? No, there's like a couple people. Okay, cool. That would have been incredible. <laughs> well, because there's going to, there, you know, you need to have like. Soccer th- is life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Ted Lasso. I'm excited for that to come back out. Did I ever send you the um, the transformation of how the one kid, the like you know the water boy essentially mm-hmm. made assistant coach? Did I ever send that to you? Uh-uh. I need to. Okay. Uh, have you seen Ted Lasso? No. Okay. I need to. Yeah, you do. All right. Well, I guess that wraps up this. Now on to my new segment. Um, we're gonna try this out, and like Brett always says, if it doesn't work. Just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're going to call it's going to be called Name That Movie. So, essentially, you guys can work together on this if you'd like, Ooh. but ultimately, you both get one, um, one answer. And, um, yeah, hmm. I think all of you can do this, but yeah, we'll see who can do it the the quickest. So I guess it is a competition here. 
So we'll start off with giving, we're going to give you one clue at a, at a time. A lot of these have about, I would say, close to 15 clues a piece. So it's, you don't have to really hurry it. Um, and I will warn you that all these movies are very specific. So if it has a subtitle, then it is. Um, oh, so like Awesome Powers, International Man of Mystery? Yep, exactly. Okay. So if they if it is a specific one, you have to name the specific one. Okay. Ooh. First movie, Paris, France. Se okay. Second one, Spy. Third one, Philosophy. Fourth one, Allegory. Fifth one, Dream. Sixth one, Kidnapping. Seventh one, Manipulation. Okay, just... Do you so we can work together, yeah, right? Yeah, we can. Yep. <laughs> Are you thinking this is the Italian job? It doesn't take place in Paris, does it? Is that where the first part of it does? Is it Paris? No, it takes place in Italy. Oh, well, no, but isn't the main one? Oh, the, like the original. First job? Yeah, the first job. No, that, that's in Italy. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. I say keep going. Yeah, Kim. Uh, next one, virtual reality. Okay, so it's definitely not the Italian no. job. Next one, car crash. Next one, heist. Okay. I think this is the Da Vinci Code. I have never seen the Da Vinci Code, so if you... Okay, well, let's keep going. Okay, and next one, rescue. And then next one, mission. Memory, architecture, Los Angeles, California, dream world, subconsciousness. The last one is released 2010. Okay, so that's not... Um, that's not the um, Da Vinci Code. Is it Inception? Oh, yes. I think you're correct. I think it is Inception. Virtual uh, reality. I mean, I don't know. Because Dream World, Paris. I think that's. They were in Paris at one time uh -huh. to recruit the girl. Yeah. They go back to Los Angeles, flight, yeah, maybe. All right. Inception? Inception. That is correct. Oh, nice job. <laughs> All right, next one. Let's see. Vietnam veteran, hippie, Washington, D.C., USA. I'm thinking Forrest Gump, but yeah. we'll keep going. Mentally disabled. <laughs> based on a novel or book parent-child relationship it is an Oscar-winning movie so it could be yeah Vietnam War friendship love still Forrest Gump mm -hmm. family relationships military <laughs> hey I didn't make these <laughs> disability 
Lieutenant Dan. Wounded soldier. Lieutenant Dan. <laughs> Low IQ. <laughs> <laughs> False history. Released 1994. That, that's yeah, Forrest Gump. That has to be Forrest Gump. Yep, that is correct. What? Okay. Crime fighter. Secret identity. Anti-hero. Kind of like Batman. Mm-hmm. Scarecrow. Batman Begins. Sadism. Chaos. Batman Begins. Vigilante. I think this one's going to nail it for you. Joker. Superhero. Based on comic. He said be specific and Scarecrow is in the Dark Knight. That's right. He starts off at the very beginning of the Dark Knight. Yeah, I think it's the uh, the Dark Knight. Is that your final answer? Do you have I any just, more? Yeah, I have okay. a lot more. Okay. Uh, tragic hero, organized crime, anti-villain, criminal mastermind, district attorney, yep. superpower, supervillain, um, neo-noir, yep. and released 2008. Dark yep. Knight. Dark Knight. Yep, that is correct. All right. Next one is artificial intelligence. NASA. Spacecraft. Expedition. Future. Wormhole. 2001 Space Odyssey. Interstellar. Interstellar. Space travel. Oh, famine. Interstellar. What? Keep keep going. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Black hole. Interstellar still. Dystopia. Race against time. Quantum mechanics. Space. Rescue. Family relationships. Still sounds like interstellar. Robot. Astronaut. Scientist, single father, farmer, space station, space adventure, father-daughter relationship. Yeah. Released 2014. Interstellar. Yeah, interstellar. That is correct. All right. Next one. Based on a novel. Support group. Dual identity. Fight. Fight Club. Mm-hmm. Rage and Hate. Insomnia. Fight Club. Ins- dystopia. Yes, you're correct. Yeah. <laughs> when I heard that initially that that was based on, I, I'm a, I might be like one of the only people on earth that does not like Fight Club. I actually read the book to that. Oh, yeah? Was it good? It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's almost right on with the movie. Oh, wow. All right, last one. Italy. A loss of loved one. Love at first sight. Italian job. Italian American. Oh. Godfather. That is correct. <laughs> 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 All right. How was that? That was good. That was. There's a website out there that does daily ones. Word association. Oh, that's, co- that's cool. That so. was fun. All right. Well, now it's time for. Festicops. Where we're going to draft 
our cuffs. No, we're going to draft our laser tag team. We're going to go in to the Thunderdome. Just kidding. No, no, some type of laser quest stadium. And we're going to go in with our team and only one team's going to come out victorious. And Griddle, you're going to start us off. Okay. Well, um, some of my uh, picks might surprise some of you. All right. Um, and so laser tag, I'm going on the uh, fun kind of fun side, but also a defensive side. So I'm going with Stanley Ipkiss as the mask. Ooh, somebody stop him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think he's going to be very loud, too. I'm not over here. But he's got the agility. He's got so much props, and it'll be so fun to play. Did you miss me? <laughs> I guess not. See, I got him. He's out. He's ah, out. La, la, Referee, la. he's out. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make it a really fun game. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, Brett. It's you. Oh, yeah. It is me. Oh, no. The, this order, draft order is you. Oh, okay. It's me. All right. So I'm going to... So I, I have two people that I was going back and forth with, but because you have the mask, I have to now alter my order. <laughs> So I'm going to go with the T-1000. <laughs> I have them on my list. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a heck of a laser tag. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like I need to get the most famous laser tagger of all time. Oh, Barney Stinson. Barney Stinson. <laughs> nice. I have him on my list, too. I was going to put him on my list, but I knew someone was going to take him. So I But you were, you were first. I know, but... I was like, oh, I'll give it. I'll let someone else take it. Take a little different approach. All right. And then, of course, one of you, or hopefully both of you, have killed his dog. I'm going oh, with no. John, John Wick. Oh, no. He was on my list. So he's just going to go out there and destroy you because I'm going to Photoshop a picture of you guys killing his dog together. <laughs> he's like, but I thought these Russians did it. Like, no. No. Incorrect. Not. I don't know where you got your information. It was the mask. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Oh. <laughs> like, wait, all of these people all together killed my dog? Yep. And, all and of them. It was weird. Which bullet hit them hit first all at the same time? It was the weirdest thing. It was the weirdest thing. That's what I have a, a Photoshop picture of you guys all punching at the same time at this poor dog. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. You have uh, the wheel. No, I got the wheel. I got Barney Stinson and John Wick. Oh, okay. So it's back to you, Brent. All right. So I'm going to go with Rambo. Oh, he's on my Ooh. list. He's on my list. And I went with Barney. But I feel like, he's, you know, he's got hours of laser tagging in. Okay. This is not going the way I thought it was going to go. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you guys have some pretty precise... Uh, shooters on your team so i gotta go with someone that's got some aim so i'm going with Deadshot. Ooh, Ooh that's a good one so all right and it's okay now got the wheel um then we'll have one more pick after this i'm gonna surprise all of you with this pick okay i'm going with hal from malcolm in the middle Ooh, how why how I don't know. I feel like he can bring some fierce competition when he when he gets really invested in something. Hmm. 
He's kind of he can be kind of like a Barney Stinson. Just I can uh, see that. I haven't seen that show since it was live. You know, it was mm-hmm. airing. Yeah, I think that I I feel as though I need to do a rewatch. Of yeah, I that. think I'd appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. All <laughs> right. So my pick. It was funny because I was sitting there thinking of I'm just going to pick this person, not this character, not this character. I'm just going to pick this person to be fun. But then I'm like, you know what? Let's take this guy and throw him in a role that would work. So I'm going to pick Jeremy Renner's Jerry Pierce from the movie Tag. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's a good one. Okay. I see where you're going with that. Dodge, duck, dip, dodge, dodge. <laughs> That'd be funny to pick that guy. <laughs> I forget who his name, what his pa- name Patches is. Patches O'Hulahan. Yeah, that's it. Patches <laughs> O'Hulahan. All right, so I got the wheel here. So I got both two picks I got to get. I'm going to pick Jason Bourne. Ooh. I'm pretty sure he's been on my team before in previous drafts. Same with John Wick. He might have been too. Um... And who am I going to pick for my last one? Um, I think I'm going to counter your dead shot with Bullseye. Ooh. It's going to be a Marvel <laughs> versus DC situation here. So, yeah. <laughs> they both shoot each other and they both completely just knocked out. Hmm. It'd be funny to see Deadshot and Bullseye shoot with lasers. Because, <laughs> I mean, lasers are very precise on their own. Right. Yeah, would I mean I guess you wouldn't I'd be shooting at your chest and you'd be shooting at mine, so the lasers probably <laughs> wouldn't like run into each other like bullets would. Yeah. All right. I, I'm torn between like having a at least three out of four people being like fairly very competent or two and two. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go two and two. I mean, he'd probably be good, but I feel as though he's also a human whoopee cu- or pin, pin cushion. So I'm going to go with Deadpool. Oh, there you go. Because that would just, I was thinking of, well, I probably shouldn't say that until Criddle has given his last <laughs> one. But uh, I'm like, I could go with one that would counter both your bullseye and your dead shot. But I'm like, no, nah, let's just go for some levity. <laughs> okay. I like it. Okay. All right, so I have my the last pick. Um, I'm actually deciding between two. Um, one is similar to the mask, but I'm gonna I'll leave it for an honorable mention. I'm going down the science route. Bill Nye, the science guy. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that coming. He, he's out there explaining why the lasers work. Now, if you look at my <laughs> thirteen presentation here, um, I'm actually gonna go with Egon Spangler. Ooh, Egon. I feel like he can make some kind of contraption that will just like a grenade of lasers. Mm-hmm. Grenade or, of la- like or grenade like lasers. some sort of like laser ionizing field or something like that. Laser trap, like or just some kind of laser concoction, like on uh, Resident Evil. Just there you go. I just already want to do um, ones that I regret not picking right now because uh, <laughs> during that when Brett was building up what t- uh, Criddle could spit. Pick, I was thinking Loki would have been a really good pick because he could do all these fake versions of him. You missed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one of them I was thinking of to counter your 
bullseye and Deadshot was uh, Deathstroke. Okay. Yep. Okay. All mine got picked. I had honorable mention SpongeBob. (laughs) 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 I feel like he would would probably be the downside of my team. (laughs) Yeah, because he's just a big old target, his squareness. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I also had Terry Crews. Oh, yeah. Just for fun. Yep. So, and I, I threw on and I would not maybe the current version, but like the nineties version of Martin short, just because I think (laughs) just, just the pure insanity Of him, like he would be basically, you know, used as bait. Yeah. All right, just, just, just. <laughs> Did go I on. tell you the time that I? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, March. It's like, but you didn't give me a gun. I know you're, you're being used as bait. Okay, I, back back in the day, I didn't need a gun. I just, I just got him with my wit. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching a lot of um, only murders or mm-hmm. whatever it's called. Yeah, is that good? Uh, the first season's, in my opinion, all right. The second season's actually much better than the first season. I know a lot of people that love the first season, though, but I didn't like it as much as them. Hmm. Interesting. And also, like, I, I think the biggest problem I have with the show is Selena Gomez just... I don't know if I've ever seen her act before. I definitely have heard her voice on Hotel Transylvania. I've never seen her act before, and she just comes across as super bland. Like, just so dry when she delivers anything. And I'm just like, is that you or is this your character? Or I don't know if that is typical of her. So, because she was a Disney star, I believe, right? Yeah, she was on mm-hmm. Wizards of Waverly yeah. Place. So I assume she had to have a little bit more bubbly um, personality. Well, you have to overact when you're on the Disney channel. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, she just delivers it like a robot almost. Hmm. And she's more of a singer. Yeah. But yep. Yeah. All right. So, Cap, uh, to sum up everybody's team, so you have Criddle has Stanley Ipkiss, Deadshot, Hal from Malcolm in the Middle, and Egon Spangler. Hal is going to be <laughs> amongst that group, it's just going to be interesting. I, I, I think he would be so funny because he will probably like, like, create his own suicide mission. I'm going to go over here, I'm going to do this. And everybody else is like looking at him like, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> and then, Brett, you got the T-1000, Rambo, Jerry Pierce from Tag, and Deadpool. Uh-huh. I got, I just realized this with mine. So Barney Stinson is going to say, suit up. And John Wick is going to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Jason Board's like, okay. And then I got Bullseye, which I don't know what his preference is for attire. Probably suit. I mean, if it's from um, the TV series Daredevil, he's an FBI agent in that. So, hmm. you know, he's wearing a suit all the time. So, and Jason Bourne's probably fine with it. So, pretty much all of them will be wearing suits. Nice. So, we know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we picked interesting teams. Yes, yes we did. So, someone needs to create fan fiction here. Yeah. I, I would have loved for you to have like drafted Rambo and he's like suit up and he's like, mm. he's got kind of like a Chippendales kind of thing going on <laughs> <laughs> with a headband still. Exactly. Because that's how you know it's Rambo. Do you know the funny thing about that was is I had you picked because I, I wasn't sure if uh, Tim was going to pick Rambo, but I was like, maybe Jeremy might. So my. Um, hedge against that was I was going to pick Topper Harley. (laughs) (laughs) Topper Harley. Uh, I need to rewatch that because I just find as a kid, 
Hot Shots Part Two was one of the best movies as a kid. Yes. It was up there with Spaceballs and Robin Hood Men Tights. I, I, I don't. Spaceballs to me is on another level, but Robin Hood Men in Tights, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Now it's on to our one recommendation. Um, my one recommendation is I want to say that you all, if you, if anybody enjoys the movie like The Rock, Con Air. You need to watch Nicolas Cage's new movie. Oh, you've seen what is it? it? I need to look it up because I forgot what it's called already. But it, w- I watched it on the airplane because I was like, "This is an airplane movie. It's not action." Depend, you know. No, well, I mean, I didn't know it was action. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it called? It's called the unbearable weight of massive talent. And that movie is just so funny. Nicolas Cage makes fun of himself. He has, um. I don't know what do you want to call it. Like he drink he talks to the younger version of him, which is just so over the top Nicolas Cage. He just looks like I'm more, you know, they definitely CGI'd him to look younger and mm-hmm. it shows that it was CGI'd, but um and then the other guy I realized the main character in there besides Nicolas Cage is um the Mandalorian essentially. Oh yeah. And they are just hilarious together. The story is great. Um, I have nothing bad to say about that movie at all. It, it was, it's exactly what you would expect for somebody who's made Gone 60 Seconds, Con Air, and The Rock. So if you appreciate those, you'll appreciate this. And the fact that Neil Patrick Harris is in it too is just an added bonus. So. <laughs> Which, you know, it's getting time for Christmas. And I think my new, one of my new Christmas movies is 8-Bit Christmas. Mm-hmm. I think that is added to the, that, uh, that the I think, rotation. Especially for those that grew up in the Nintendo era. I mean, that was a huge part of my life. Did you um, have a Nintendo growing up, Colonel? Of course. Classic. Yeah. It's so funny, though, looking back. I saw a video just the other day. I think somebody put it on TikTok of one of those groups that talked about, remember how they, in 8-Bit Christmas, they talked about the dangers of Nintendo as the parents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they, somebody on TikTok put one of those videos up that was on the news back then and just how destructive this is for your children and all that stuff. And I was like, that's so funny. I had no idea that even existed back then. I didn't know that existed. I did know all about the Dungeons and Dragons and <laughs> yeah. people. It would, To me, it was never discussed that it was, uh, at least from what mom would tell me, is it was never discussed that it was satanic. Like people who would, and this is where I like totally scratched my head because it was like people stopped like, they would lose themselves in this fake reality and they would go on a killing spree because they thought that they were in this game. And I'm like, but you have dice. Like, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you, if you lost reality, but you were still playing this game, wouldn't you like roll? And like, wouldn't that be like the weirdest thing? They're like, okay, well we have this like battle ax and there's a guy right there. Should we attack him? Like, that's what I would expect you to do. And so it never made sense to me why like, this was so weird. Anyway. I never knew what Dungeons & Dragons was until I was 
yeah, listening to Dungeons and Daddies. I had no idea really what it was. I had no idea about dice rolling. I didn't know anything. I never was really into Dungeons and Dragons. I've heard heard of it growing up, but I never really explored it very much. Yeah, I, I wasn't allowed to play. I we, we would the funnest I got was um, we would create. I was allowed to create characters, but I couldn't play them. Actually, I take that back. So, um, I guess I understood a little bit of it. I didn't know how much I understood. Me and Criddle used to play um, a game called Munchkins that makes fun of Dungeons and Dragons. Love that game. And that game, I I'm realizing in hindsight how much that is just uh, all like pretty darn close to a very simplified version of Dungeons and Dragons. Hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can see that. But all right. Krill, you got your recommendation? Okay. Well, my recommendation is to take time for yourself and watch movies. Yeah. I love movies. I I don't feel like I watch enough of them, especially with kids. Like, I don't get to watch a lot of movies that I want to watch. But when I do, it's like I really enjoy them. Do you... uh do you find yourself watching more TV shows than movies? I do. I find myself, and I think that's just because, you know, especially being a parent and also being, you know, working mm-hmm. person, like it's hard to find time to um, sit for two hours, three hours and watch something um, where it's easy to watch in half hour, 45 minutes of something and then take a break and then come back later. I know it's funny. I find myself often like, oh, it's nine o'clock. We don't have time to watch a movie. But instead, <laughs> we watch like two or three 45 minute shows. Like, Apparently, we did. <laughs> we just couldn't commit. <laughs> so, well, which is interesting because, you know, uh, some people are like super pro what Disney is doing and making all these short TV series, which could be legitimately put into a movie mm-hmm. format. But now it's kind of being drawn out and it makes it, you know, consuming them a lot easier because there's stopping points. Mm-hmm. I like that. I've been saying ever since I was little that I wish that they made movies more of a continuation, like like a TV series, that every movie would, you know, I sequels always got a bad rap when we're kids. Oh, yeah. But I was like, can't we just like just slide into it and just know that we're going to just make another one and another one and another one. And this is just going to be a reoccurring, reoccurring story. There may be not be good ones. Like it, 24. Exactly. There might not be some good ones and there will be some better ones. But, I mean, just like any TV show, there's some episodes that you don't care to watch again. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what the, today's standards of TV shows are doing, is they're just making movies into TV shows, essentially. Yeah. And I I like it. Just out of curiosity, have either of you explored the Amazon's Rings of Power series? Not yet. I haven't yet. I, we were we just recently um, were looking for a filler show till till we watched Cobra Kai. Mm-hmm. Um, we just we just watched How I Met Your Father, and so we might we might get into the Rings of Power pretty soon. But I really want to watch it. How do how'd you like How I Met Your Father? Um, it was okay. I don't. I didn't enjoy it as much as How I Met Your Mother, but there's mm-hmm. only ten episodes and they're a half hour long, so it, it, you're not committing too heavily into it. Now, was it me? Because you came straight from How I Watching How I Met Your Mother to how, watching How I Met Your Father. Yeah, I feel like How I Met Your Mother is 
more dis I mean, How I Met Your Father is more Disney over the top acting. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that comes with Hilary Duff being yeah. the lead mm-hmm. in it. I was a little sad because the per- the Robin of the story is the guy from um, Enlisted, the middle oh. brother. Oh, and he was I, my favorite. Yeah, and so I was really excited for him to be in there, and then I was like, this isn't kind of go. And then I don't know if it was me again. But I felt like there was too many characters. There was a lot of characters. And I and it was nice. Like, I don't know if I like the idea that in How I Met Your Mother, they met at the bar, they're in the um booth. In the booth. And it's like you know who everybody is, kind of thing. Like they're consolidated. Anybody who stands near them is doesn't, you know, you don't even know they exist in the show because but I always feel like in How I Met Your Father they're always in parties, and so they're always around people. So you're like, is this yeah. person part of the show? Like, yeah. I don't know. I had a problem because I watched him like maybe one episode every two or three weeks. But I had a problem with how the show was made. And there was no Barney. Yeah. There was no equivalent no, of Barney. No Barney, no Marshall. Yeah. None of the characters really endeared me, I guess. No. I, I was just like, oh, I'm in it for you. No, I I, I mean, I I. I I dozed a little bit while watching it because I got a little bored, but mm-hmm. um, but it, it's not as good as How I Met Your Mother. Which is too bad. Hmm. So, I mean, I I will tell you, currently I would say don't watch Andor. That is a, an unrecommendation. <laughs> I've heard, however, you can get away, you can watch episode three and the recap for episode three fills you in on episode one and two perfectly <laughs> to where you like could have saved nine, like, you know, 90 minutes of your life. So that's just an FYI. If I don't know if it's true because I'm like noping out of the series. Cause I feel as though if your first episode doesn't intrigue me, like wh- why should I, mm-hmm. b- because you have two more of them on there. I, I'm kind of curious, like, are they doing it for watch time? Did they make the first episode so bland that they're just like, well, he'll have, they'll, we'll, we'll get him to watch the next episode and then hoping that there's more. And I'm like, no, if you don't thrill me by then, mm-hmm. hard pass. But uh, I will say I'm three episodes in on the fifth season of Cobra Kai. Ah. Oh. It is so good. <laughs> I love that show so much. Got to get on board with that. I need Jeremy. to. I I just I finished a show recently that I'm gonna probably mention next week for a recommendation. Um, actually, I've been hitting a lot of gold as far as what I like recently, so I'm pretty happy. And so I'm gonna be filling up my one recommendation reservoir pretty high. Pretty happy about that. So I'll eventually get around to it. I tell you, Terry Silver. So evil. He yeah, he's he's more ruthless than uh than Crease. Crease. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they're bringing in uh this season uh his apprentice, uh Barnes, mm-hmm. which oh, I'm excited for. We're gonna start well, watching that Sunday. And also you have Daniel who has uh chosen. Chosen, yep. He's oh, come in. Oh, it well, is so good. When they brought him in. Spoiler at the very end of last season, uh-huh. I was like super excited for this season. Well, yeah, because I mean, you're sitting there like, oh, he's talking to Mr. Miyagi's grave or whatever. And then as the camera oh. just kind of pans over, you're like, no. Yes. 
Did you hear that they're going to make another Karate Kid and it's going to be in the Miyagi kind of like that, like the original um, mm-hmm. storyline? Oh, that's interesting. Three. But they said it's not going to intersect with Cobra Kai at all. That's good. That's good. What Cobra Kai has going on right now is working. They, need to just, <laughs> they don't need to touch it. They just need to keep going with what's going. But you need to give it a try because it's only like half hour episodes. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. There, this yeah. isn't like a, a drawn out, you know, 45 minute hour episode. Like you can watch one or two here and there. And oh, and it, that's all it takes to get drawn in. I will tell you, you in se- season five, you are going to be sitting there like yelling at Miguel to stop. It is one of those, it is like one of those beautiful things where like, no, Miguel, stop. No, no, Miguel, no. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't know who Miguel is. And, and you would agree, like we talked about it last week on the podcast, that it, it the, the show is just, it leans heavily into the miscommunication oh, yeah. and all the uh, the drawn out well stuff. And I just love it. One of my favorite things about it is, and maybe it's just because of the time and era that I grew up in, but Johnny is basically... <laughs> Somebody, if you basically put him to sleep for 30 years, Mm -hmm. he aged and then he woke up in like 2017, all of like the wrong things that you like, we grew up saying on the playground to Mm -hmm. each other or whatever, he's still saying them. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) That, that is exactly accurate with Johnny. Like for when you watch it, you're going to realize that guy could have played a Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 100%. Uh-huh. I will put it down to watch this week. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here.